Radio. This is Catholics Read on cradio.org.au. Hello and welcome to this episode of Catholics Read. I'm Luke. And I'm Kiara. And I'm Victoria. And in this episode, we are continuing our look at the Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. And so we're going to look at this time around, uh, as opposed to last time, where we kind of looked at a bit of background and, I don't know, we looked at a bunch of different stuff, but it was mostly kind of circling around. Uh, we're circling gonna... around anything specific. Yeah, yeah. This time, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get in there. Um, and I'm quite entertained by, like, the, the horror of Victoria's book. Like, what's going on there? Oh, There's, like, okay. splotches and... No, it's great. So I've got uh, C.S. Lewis... Um... The Illustrated Screw Tape Letters uh, by Pappas. Screw. I don't know who Pappas is, but they're wonderful. So um, it has a picture of screw tape after every letter, and he gets. Uh, <laughs> That's a really. He gets, oh, he gets really angry. He gets really angry. He turns into a, a bug at some point. Um, it's the metamorphosis. Um, yeah, and towards the end, he's you know he's, he's like an alien. He gets less. Oh, wow, and less he, get, he gets less and less human. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it's it's. That's I'm gonna have nightmares about that, Victoria. Oh, I'm sorry. Just it out I quite like no, it. I, I specifically I will, bought but... this, and you've also got Wormwood, who is here, looking very yeah. um, just, just incompetent. Always. <laughs> incompetent. Um, I recommend this um, this edition if you are visually inclined as I am, because it it shows it's it's, it's, a, it's a nice color of pink it's as salmon. well. Um, but it shows Wormwood getting uh, continually uh, just more and more frustrated and. Uh, more and more evil and these sort of things. It's really and, interesting because um, I didn't imagine, like, I don't know what you imagined. You imagined the Joker or something like that. No, just that. the voice. It wasn't, okay, it, wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't. Because I imagined wasn't him a... to be like, um, this is really weird, but I imagined him to be like. This is what um, C.S. Lewis imagined him to look like. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit closer. What I imagined him to look like was, um, um, you know, in A Christmas Carol, what's the, what's the main character? Scrooge. Scrooge. I imagine him a bit to look like Scrooge or something, to be like a balding old man who's like, you know, a bit of a pen pusher. <laughs> like he's he's in some top job. He's got a he's got a nice I mean, I don't know what he anyway. Um he's in an office or something. So it's it's a little bit like it's a little bit yeah. like CSS. The, indi- the, I- the spider. I didn't imagine that. <laughs> the but. edition I have also has a uh, a drawing at the front a sketch of how C.S. Lewis envisioned a uh, screw tape to look and he's a bit of he's sort of like the caterpillar from um Alice in Wonderland. It's probably a good you know the, the caterpillar. I'm gonna see if you can like Anyway. It's not it's, you know what, leave it up to your imagination. If you'd like to see what other people have imagined him as, go for it. But Typing in screw tape onto Google Images gets some interesting stuff. Like, whoa, what is that? It's intense. Um, I like that they've got live action stuff there as well because uh, the screw tape letters just wrapped up at the Seymour Centre in Sydney, ah, which I was meant to go ah. to, but I was working. Um, oh, that apparently, was it's, it's, it was really good, apparently. I forgot about that. Ooh. People are going to think like the... the the Seymour centers in our pockets or something like that <laughs> because we just did um points of being earnest and now we're doing this quickly let's letters. look at what they've got coming up for the summer <laughs> yeah quick let's just read that although we're like the worst bribed people ever because like we're gonna not actually getting bribed after all that. <laughs> and also that like they're, they're coming our episodes are coming out after the production <laughs> finished um go us but yeah okay so yes um yeah, d- actually, probably. I don't know. I don't know. You can look. You can look up screw tape on Google Images if you want. It's a bit weird, a bit disturbing, but um. Yeah, maybe not do that if you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you find this book very confronting, I don't think you need a visual. <laughs> no, no. 
So, uh, we're going to look at the <laughs> gummy bear plus potassium chlorate equals fiery candy death. <laughs> what? Sorry, I just spotted this on, on the computer. We're not easily distracted. Look, close Google. I'm, it's gonna. This is gonna go, and I'm just gonna look at the uh, the rather dull, although very colourful um, signal of the waveform that we're recording on. <coughs> so we're gonna look at our specific episodes. Uh, episode. What, what is letters. It? Letters. Epistles. Letters. Um, editions. Uh, I don't know, or, or or even just like what what you think. Either of you think is your favourite element of the book. I mean, know in the last episode. Uh, Kiara, you said you wanted to look at the um, I th- I mean, look, evil. Yeah, I think this is this is very very. Um, I think I think one of the most interesting letters for me was um, letter number seven, and I think it's the so way pages to letter number seven. Um, it was probably about page thirty, about okay. page thirty in my edition. It's one of those things where, you know, he's... So, basically, what happens in the letter is, you know, we're, you know so you only get one side, by the mm. way, of these mm. letters. So, you don't actually see what Wormwood writes to Screwtape. You only get his replies. Um, so, it starts off, I wonder, you, I wonder you should ask me whether it is essential to keep the patient ignorant of your... In ignorance of your own existence. Again, the patient... Why did C.S. Lewis choose that word well, to describe the people? It, because it's the demons think that they're sick and that they need to be cured. Well, of... it's not. It's not just. I mean, that's. I didn't think of that. That's really good. Oh. But the other. The other thing is that, like, in some of the letters, he reveals about how, like, um, when he's talking about laughter. Um, where's that? Oh, I remember when he's talking that. about that laughter, awesome. he says. Um, I, I forget exactly. Where, oh, here we go. Here we go. I've got it here. So he says he's talking about laughter um, and trying to discourage certain types of laughter. Wormwood seems to think, uh, it's assumed, that Wormwood seems to think that if he can get his his patient to laugh a lot, then he's onto a good thing. And Screwtape's like, not necessarily. There's different kinds of laughter. Um, and I guess it's tinging on this um, this kind of puritanical, which, by the way, is, uh, is, is also an interesting element there as well. But he says... Laughter of this kind, that is, laughter of joy, um, laughter of this kind does us no good and should always be discouraged. Besides, the phenomenon is, it is of itself... It's letter number 11. So letter number 11, Page thank you. 53, yeah. Besides the, phenomenon is, besides, the phenomenon is of itself disgusting and a direct insult to the realism, dignity, and austerity of hell. Ooh. That's really interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah. He talks about, like, hell as being, like, almost, like, a giant corporate organization and that's why i like you know that very fed very well into my image of of screw tape that it's a bit like you know it's this very serious you know i mean and, and that's that's quite amusing whereas heaven, whereas heaven in contrast joyous. would be like a child's laugh yeah mm. yeah it's yeah, a it's, like, it's it's children's playground mm. yeah i found i found that to be that to be quite um to be quite interesting that you can see that sometimes I guess it's that it's that level of difficulty there where um, trying to go between the two the two extremes. Where on the one hand, you know, we can the world can convince us that um, that I guess joy in a sinful actually no joy can't be in a sinful sense. Pleasure in a sinful sense is all pleasure really is, and I guess that's the heresy at the at the core of both 
extremes. The one is that, you know, we need to just go headfirst into pleasure, who cares about sin? Yeah. And the other, the other is the kind of more Puritan streak, um, which, mind you, Screwtape mentions is like, oh, it's very good that we managed to make that a bad word. Like, so they're kind of defending the Puritans a little bit in there as well. Um, That, but for want of a better term, uh, the Puritan streak, which says that pleasure is bad in of itself. Both of them subscribe to the heresy that pleasure um, is is and always is sinful. Yes. Um, yes. Which is interesting. So, yeah, um, that was just an interesting thing about, like, the, the nature of evil there, that it's... Um, it's almost corporate, like in in this. It's almost corporatized. You know very what it strikes. You know, very sterile. you know what it strikes. It strikes me rather rather than corporate. It strikes me more as civil service gone mad. The or civil communism. No, Could not that have been what he was thinking. <laughs> of? No, the gods. <laughs> I read the uh, communism. Clang, bang, bono gong. I didn't intend. I didn't intend that. I forgot about that. Thank you, Victoria, for bringing that up. It must have been a few episodes since I've mentioned communism. It Good has work. been. You, you actually need a gong sound now, just to sound in the yeah, background. Um, modernity just needs to be brought up. Oh, oh, oh it just did. Modernity. Anyway, um, what I was saying before I was interrupted by communism. Like anyway. I was what I was saying before I was interrupted by communism. Um, I've actually been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I was suggest I was because I've been watching Yes Prime Minister, uh, okay, and for and also Screwtape reminds me a bit of Sir Humphreys. Okay, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Okay, yes so, so, yeah. so so yes, pri- yes minister, yes prime minister. Um, basically, you've got the prime minister, and then you've got his civil, ser- you know, the head of the civil service, chief of staff, who likes to try and manipulate the prime minister to bolster his own, you know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. you know, and all sorts of stuff. And he's quite, you know, he, you know, he's like, uh, you know. So he he's obfuscating and clever, and sometimes ha- and sometimes the prime minister you know pulls the wool over his eyes and gets the better of him, and that's always really hilarious. <laughs> um, but it, that's why, I, I, rather than as a corporation per se, I always saw hell as sort of this. I, I saw the way C.S. Lewis described it, it, always, it conjured to mind to me a civil service gone slightly madder than what the civil okay. service no, actually no, that's is. A, that's a good because that's a good it's thought, a yeah. self-serving bureaucracy. You have got people doing nothing. And getting paid ridiculous amounts of money for doing it, yeah. and you know, not serving anyone other than themselves, and so that's kind of that's kind of what I got. But my the reason why I liked Letter Seven is because it's where he's talking about what to do. And so war's broken out, and um, the you know, Screw Tape has been going back and forth with Wormwood about what to do with him, how to use the war to tempt you know to tempt this poor soul into. Um, into hell, and so they're tossing up between making him an extreme patriot or an extreme pacifist. Hmm. And what? Um, here we go. And he's talking about what the, what you know, he's talking about how you know why you know the merits of both. And one of the things he notes about extreme pat- is about extreme patriotism, is that it turns his religious faith, uh, it turns everything on its head. When you become an extreme patriot. Your Christianity serves your patriotism mm. rather than your patriotism is a manifestation of your Christian virtue, mm. and so he says that about about its opposite, like uh, the pacifism. As and well. the same, yeah. and it's the same thing is true of pacifism. They're both two sides of the same coin. And so one of the things he's, you know, 
uh, one of the things he says, we want the church to be small, not only that fewer men may know the enemy, but also that those who do may acquire the uneasy intensity and self and the defensive self-righteousness of a secret society or clique. The church herself is, of course, heavily defended, and we have never quite succeeded in giving her all the characteristics of a faction. So, I, I mean, look, my, my Facebook post has been... Uh, my Facebook feed ever since Paris happened has been a explosion um, of uh, right, you know, some of my more right wing friends going, you know, freaking out and the friends who are not left. I don't, I don't, I don't have many left wing friends. Let's put, let's put it that way. But the more, more centered people attacking the right wing garble. Mm. Um, and it's all, it's, and it's basically the, and it's one of the mistakes that I think a lot of, people who are sort of on the right wing, and I use this with inverted commas because it's the stupidest analogy ever. And it's sim- <laughs> something, something that comes up in a lot of episodes. So. No, but this is exactly what C.S. Lewis is talking about. Yeah. He's got, this is exactly what he's talking about. Absolutely. We have subsumed the, we have subsumed religion to politics and the same thing, you know, and I mean, that to me was like, bing, 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 bing. I think it's the great risk of, um, of most ages really that we take, Again, I, I say this a lot, where you take something that's somewhat true and then you make it the only thing that you can see so that you can't see everything else. And I guess it's the same, the same here. There's that, there's that temptation to take, like you're saying here, the, the kind of... With the, I'm guessing when you're talking about the Paris attacks and that this kind of whole thing about... Um, are you talking about the refugee thing? Yeah, or, the refugee. Okay. Um, a, lot, a lot of the refugee thing, but also just some of the idiotic things that certain uh, Republican presidential candidates were saying. Um, okay. I haven't been paying attention. Oh, so. you're good. Be glad you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. But in terms of like that that kind of thing, where you have this sense of um, what's true is that yes, we can't be stupid. It's 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 hard. It's really difficult for me to defend this <laughs> because, like, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to find something that's true no, no, no. about that okay. situation. Because so I'm I heard a story from Simka Fisher on one of her okay, one yeah, of her radio yeah. shows, and what she and the story she related. This is a person who was on her you know on her Facebook news feed. And she knew him to be she knew him to be uh, conser- you know conservative mm. um, in his politics, but also a Christian. And he and she said, I read this post from him and I thought it was the most honest and beautiful thing I had ever seen because this man said, I am uncomfortable with taking in Syrian refugees. And he said, I'm really uncomfortable with it. I'm really uncomfortable with it for these reasons. But my pastor and my church says that, you know, we should welcome the stranger and we should, you know, and we should care for these people that are fleeing conflict. And so I will obey the church. I will obey my pastor and I will welcome them nonetheless. That's the complete opposite to what, what Screwtape is trying to get forward to what, get his patient to do. Yeah, yeah. and so that's, and, and, and you, know, you know, and Simca Fisher was going, that man is far more Christian than anyone, you know, in that moment of his life, mm. then he, then you know, he has been, you know, it has been that is the most because that is essentially a stance of humility and a stance of obedience, know, obedience, which is one of the virtues of uh, Christians that our society is very uncomfortable with. It's extremely uncomfortable well, it's one with. Of, well, it's one of the it's one of the um, evangelical councils, which all of them, <clears throat> the world is interpreting extremely. Poverty, chastity, and obedience. If oh, you could yes. pick three things that, that the world hates. 
or is very is profoundly uncomfortable with. It's mm. probably chastity over beans. Like seriously, <laughs> like can you think of a better one? Like it's not. It's a really good point. You know, yeah, they're, they're three of because because I mean it's because they're, they're the evangelical councils. They're the gospel. They're they're, um, they're they're the gospel in a nutshell. Yeah. If you want to know how to be living, a Christian, be you know gospel. you know living the gospel. If you if you want if you want to if you want to be a really good Christian, all you have to do is embrace. Embrace poverty in the sense that you reject, you know, you reject, you, you know, you are not attached to material things. Mm. You, you obey understand what you need and what you can give away. Yes, um, and then you, and then you basically you 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 obey, you obey um, the church, your elders, whatever social, you know, you you and you and you do and you do and you don't begrudge your obedience either yeah. because that's kind of you know love is the center of each. Yeah, and and you know chastity. Well, you know you treat people as people, not objects. Yeah, exactly. um, that's the essence of chastity. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's that that one. I did quite enjoy that, Kiara. That was quite a good letter seven there because it's it's something that I think actually that feeds really well into what I wanted to talk about. Um, it sounds a bit selfish. <laughs> no, 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 but I, it's it's a continuing on of that. Um, where one of the things that I think keeps on coming up in this is this idea, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, that the Christian alone is a Christian in danger. Ooh, um, which yeah. Which I think <laughs> comes from St. Augustine, but I actually got from one of my friends. Um, she said it was from St. Augustine. But, and that's something that comes up a lot, is that... He's always trying to isolate him. He's trying to mm-hmm. isolate him. And in that sense, he's trying to isolate, I guess, a group of people in the sense of like either patriotism or pacifism, as, as long as it's isolated from from what Christianity is about, from Christian, from they're trying to isolate them from Christian community. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's one of the things that keeps on coming up because he keeps on trying to get um, the patient or get Wormwood to tempt the patient into uh, don't let him find out about that, don't let him speak to other Christians, don't let him do this, don't let him like because as soon as he does, you know, you've got the wisdom of up to 2,000, depending on the community, up to 2,000 years mm. of, of having to deal with this, even more, really, yeah. um, of dealing with, with the temptations. That, and the, reali- and the reality of, you know, living life as a Christian and, you don't, you know, like, for example, going through dry spells is normal in your yeah. spiritual life. And I, think that's, I think that's something, you know, if we're going to talk about that things, me- things that make us uncomfortable. I forget if that was this episode or the last episode. I think, I think well, I think episode. it was going to come, it's going to get covered again. Things that make us uncomfortable is the fact that, like, you know, for me, it's very difficult um, for me to have spiritual direction or something like that. I don't have this is embarrassing things that Luke says on the radio um, <laughs> that I might cut out later. No, I can't because we're going to talk about it. Um, is that I don't have a spiritual director, for example, and that I don't either. It's something that I'm really noticing in recent times. Is really I heard someone say a couple of months back that. Um, the person who has themselves as a spiritual director is a person who has a fool as a guide. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true because because exactly what Screwtape keeps on getting into um, Wormwood's head to try and get into the patient's head is to just listen to himself. Don't let him think too hard. Don't let him go for counsel from other people. Just get him to get stuck in his own head and stuck on this line of thought. And, in fact, don't let him think at all. That's probably the best thing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, don't let him use his reason. Don't let him use anything like that. Just sort of slide him into this path of sin and let him never notice it. Um, And and not only that, but but he he also emphasises keep him comfortable. Mm. 
keep him comfortable. And that's, I think all these things are, again, things that being isolated in terms of Christianity, because, I mean, his comfort does come from sort of a third of the way through the book, he makes these friends with these really, um, these very worldly middle-aged people who are very sort of, I'm guessing they are academics because he keeps all very cultural types. Uh, they're, they're, he reads these books he doesn't like in order to try and make fancy, smart comments to him and that uh-huh. kind of thing. But aside, aside from that, he's trying to keep him very isolated because Christianity is a communal religion. Yeah. Um, it's always been the way. It's always been that way. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I think, I don't know how... You know, God, you know, the Trinitarian is, God exactly, is a relationship. Exactly. So. And so that's, yeah, it only makes sense that that we are at our, our best, I guess, um, in community. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting... I found that that's probably one of the things that I really got out of it is the sense of, you know, this reliance that we have on other people and how Satan does not want us to be reliant on other people. Because at the end of the day, that was his sin. He did not want to be reliant on God. He rebelled against God and his goodness. Mm. And so that's why... That's why Dante's Inferno... Thank you. That's exactly... Right at the end in the bottom echelon of hell. um, Where you finally meet Satan waist deep in uh, a frozen lake. Yeah. On on his own. Yeah, and if you've seen that, like, there's those on Wikipedia. It's got all of them. There's like the, the illustration. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like you can't see this, but he's got like this grumpy face. You know, like his hands. Are, are they the the Gustave Doré ones? Yeah, the German. Oh, is that German? look look yeah. him up? Because anyway, um, um, I, I always looked at it as looking like a German name, but um, yeah, you notice that, and I mean that's. Um, I might be saying it wrong, but um, that's okay. It's I didn't even know the name, so. Just do Dante's Inferno illustrations. Um, yeah, so in all the other levels of hell, there's a whole bunch of ruckus going on, but in the deepest, darkest pit of it yeah, is yeah, isolation. Right. And it's frozen uh, because he's a... Gustav fir- Dore. Yeah, there we go. Is, but yeah, I'll find the actual one itself. Oh, it's not. Oh, there we go. There we go. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it there is. Yeah. Okay, 34. All right, now I know. Canto 34. Yeah, see how he's like really just... He's chewing on someone. He's chewing on so- yeah, he's chewing yeah, yeah, on no, someone. he's chewing on three people. He's chewing on Judas? Brutus and oh. Cassius and Judas. Who are traitors. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yes. I didn't realise that. But anyway, he has like this just miserable look on his face. As you see, he's like, he's, um, he's waist deep in, in ice and that. And, that's, and he I can't guess, move. That, that's the picture of hell is that it's, that's what I quite like about, is that in Inferno... Is that sort of what Dante's implying that it's cold? No, is because because or is that just the illustrator that's no, 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 doing no, no, no. that? Because no, no, that's no, no. That is, that, that, that's Dante's implication, and the reason is okay. is because it is the furthest away from God. Because God, evil is nothing. Mm. Evil is not something a force in itself. It's the absence. And so, what is the absence of heat? It's cold. C.S. Lewis actually, and uh, C.S. Lewis, Lewis picks up on this. Every you know, most religious people pick up on this Scrutate notion. Mentions in this that um, he, in, when he's trying to describe leading, you know how I was saying that comfortable leading yes. away, he describes it as trying to get them out of the orbit of God, as in this like the sun, as an analogy, and out into deep space, mm-hmm. or like go away from the light, away from the heat, and just into co- and they never notice. Yes. They don't even notice it. So. Um, I mean, and that's that's exactly you know it's it's just quite interesting going back to the the communal thing. But at the end of the day, that's 
I guess, something that, that Christianity is, that it's meant to be a community, and it's meant to be a community of variety. God takes delight in in that variety. In We're not all meant to be, you know... Carbon copies of each other. Exactly, because that would be boring. And it's not... It doesn't make any sense. No, because... And he, he said, I think in one of the letters, Screwtape exactly describes... He, described, he really, really beautifully describes what why they're interested in human souls mm. because they because they are empty and they need something to fill it and humans are food humans are cattle to them that's right yeah. and you know yeah. like really and whereas god is so full he's overflowing and so he creates human beings it's one of those things that i found interesting that you talk about that with um the the image in, in scripture, in Exodus, of God, uh, in the burning bush, that he describes... The, bu- the bush was the, burning but not consumed. It was not consumed. And I always find that so fascinating. One, from a philosophical perspective, like in terms of being itself, you know, his pure act. Like, that's just quite interesting in, in mm. that sense. But also in the sense of this overflowingness. But it's not taking away from any, him no. from anything. He's burning, but he remains... His integrity remains. You know, that... It's it's very strange, but at the same time, it makes it, it makes a lot of sense. That that's what God is: is that He's this pure action, this pure burning, but He remains the same. Um, yeah, which is fascinating. Well, yeah. no, because you know, the, it is you know, God is reality. Mm. This is the other thing. You know, the, when Screwtape talks about reality, well, then he's not actually talking about what is, because what is, you know, and again, you see it in the Great Divorce when the souls go up into heaven and how they suddenly experience grass for the first time and it hurts their feet. Mm. And, you know, like they're just, you know, they, you know, he, you know, that's not the kind of reality that Screwtape wants Mm. his patient to receive because otherwise the game's lost. He wants them to come up with their own little reality in their head. And then if the Screwtape letters was written nowadays, I reckon the presence of video games or TV shows or something, even like, Lots and lots of music would be very much in there. I reckon Screwtape would be saying things like, make yeah. sure there's always music but he, around. No, 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 but he would but also... Like noise. I should say noise. Music is is of God. No. Noise. No, but I no, I think I think you're right. Though, and I think he does he... mention things that are good. Ple- mm. Like pleasure is good, but when it's used in the wrong way, you know, and I, I think... And it's I like that. I would, be, I, would be, I, would be, I would be saying that, you know, if I was, if I was Screwtape nowadays, but looking, just looking purely at video games... I would be directing people towards certain types of video games and not towards others because mm. some um, cause in terms uh, of artwork, in, not yeah. just not just the, not just the visual, not just the audio visual experience, but the storyline and the you know like there are some games that are more inclined to have an impact on your real life as opposed mm. to you know uh, you know more so than yeah. others. Yeah, it's um. Anyway, that's, that's yeah, but that's a whole different. That's a whole episode. different. Where's you know when get where where we've got like we're talking books, not video games. <laughs> <laughs> Got about a minute and a half left. Maybe we could read Box's thesis one day. Um, <laughs> Category. Uh, so, yeah, I think we should probably finish. Did you have anything to add, Victoria? Because I sort of had, <laughs> Victoria had her two cents. And well, really, really, really quickly. Um, as I said, I didn't. I didn't particularly make an e- big effort to do a bit of reading before our two uh, podcasts for various reasons. But I do have a, a working memory from the last time I read it. But. Um, a friend of mine was generous enough, shout out to Jared, to read uh, letter 24 to me in the car this morning. And that one was very interesting because it looks at um, the patient's girlfriend. 
and which is very interesting. So um, Screwtape now starts to assess her vices to see how the how how they can get get them both together. Yes, for the price and of so um, the chink in her armor is that she has a very very it's not benign, but it's quite a small uh, the the sin of spiritual uh, pride. Okay, yeah. And how it's actually not too bad in her. It it can be redeemed. But how about because the patient is so in love with her and he tries to emulate her in every way, we push that into overdrive. Yeah. It's really interesting because he then starts talking about number one, pulling him away from the grand uh, the the larger Christian community and and getting him very comfortable and proud within his little niche. And um, also, he starts talking about this idea of the inner ring, which C.S. Lewis has a whole other essay on, mm. and the um, the inner ring being a very vague term he uses to uh, refer to just an inner circle of people. It doesn't matter what it is, and how you're always searching to be within the ring, and when you're in the ring, you're a bit bored, and you want to be within the further yeah. ring. It's very interesting, mm. and how that impacts on your spiritual life. Um so that's that's the letter, really, in a nutshell. I recommend Twenty Four because it was read to me in a very um, animated manner. <laughs> um, I also recommend people reading this to each other in the car. I think it's really interesting um, because you're both kind of quite quiet and you're contemplating yeah. and meditating and really getting uncomfortable about all the problems that are being brought up that you know you have. Um, yes. That's well, why it's a wonderful need, experience. You, and also why you need good company when you're reading this. Because yeah, this, I don't because think, then you can reflect on it. And I think it's really important. I mean, whether you do it in writing or whatever or take it up with a spiritual director or a really good friend or whatever. But, yeah, don't read this on your own. I really don't recommend you try reading this on your own. Get a buddy. You can read it on your own. Just have a chat to people. It would depend, I guess it, it's, <laughs> it's like... I guess it's like any any. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a great spiritual work, but no, but I mean, it's... like like any book that I guess touches on those kinds of things. In that sense, it, it is quite good. Um, like any work like that, you know, it's it's read in in company. You know, other people have had great thoughts on it and probably compliment compliment it, especially when it's touching on things in the spiritual life. In order to try and digest that, trying to digest it on your own is a very difficult experience. I mean, look at St. John, uh, St. John's Gospel. That was written, you know, 60 years or so, like right, right towards the end of his life. I, I, I don't know, again, I don't know how true this is, but I like to think that that's how, long, I mean, it's the most theologically rich yeah, gospel. Yeah. It makes me think that it took him pretty much 60 years for him to work through the experiences that he had in just those three years that he had with Christ, mm. um, in I order never to come about to, it that way, yeah. In order to come to that, I reckon I he mean, also asked Mary a few questions. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was also. I that's think he was also true. busy evangelizing as well. Oh so, yeah, that yeah. probably was. Um, but he was a very wise man at the end of his life mm. and very well respected, uh, as far as I'm aware. All right, shall we leave um, it at that? Yes, let's. Yes, let's... let's leave it at that. So, in the next episode, I don't know. Who it's knows? Be like four weeks away now. Um, no, well, two weeks in your time. But um, <laughs> magic radio time. <laughs> magic, magic radio time. Um, but yeah, we're gonna send in requests, please. Yeah, please, please do. do. Um, send in. You can contact us at uh, creativelimited at gmail.com or. Or you can contact us on Facebook. Yeah, do And, like, that. I find it very funny that we now have a thing on our Facebook page which says, typically replies within a day. <laughs> like, good work, guys. One day. Um, you know, I think that's probably one of the lowest rungs that I can be on in that ranking. Um, maybe we can hire someone to do that. I don't know. 
All right. So, yeah, next time, I don't know, surprise. Um, and Mystery text. I'll I've got a couple of ideas. All right, anyway, but we'll discuss that afterwards. Bye. Bye. That was an episode of Catholics Free from cradio.org.au.